hold for an important message. Hi, you've reached Maggie's voicemail. I can't come to the phone right now or I'm choosing to ignore your call. Leave a message after the tone. Hey, Maggie. Um, real quickly, the website where people can go see our new trailer for Yard of the Month is CreeksideGardenClub.com. And what's really cool is that people can actually become garden club members. Granted, it is a fictional garden club, but they do get member benefits. They can also become a member and get some swag, like a really cool shirt that you designed. So it's CreeksideGardenClub.com. And sorry, I should have, this is Sarah Adams. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious or just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, bestie. Bestie. Something that is becoming less and less stable as I get older is my bones, so much so that I have had to purchase a cushion for my booty on this chair. Because last week when we were recording and I was sitting in this chair, I my tailbone was sore. I was sore for hours afterwards because I, I am getting older and I need a booty cushion now. You know, there's nothing wrong with adding comfort to your life. Like why stick out the unbearableness of a sore tailbone when you can easily correct the problem? Now I'm thinking, do I need a booty booty cushion? (sighs) You know, would that make my recording experience with you that much more enjoyable? Because right now it's it's highly enjoyable. Now my body like highly, highly enjoyable. My body does get like Cricky, like yeah. you'll see me if you're watching like on the YouTube, like I'll prop up my yeah, arm like, on the railing next to me or move around a little bit because I do. Like your body just gets a little stiff. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what we need? What we need to do is get those gaming chairs, those <laughs> video gaming chairs that you see. Because I thought about this other day, like that's so silly. Why would anyone get a video gaming chair? Like how long are you going to have to be video gaming? to warrant your body to be put in this position to make yourself that much more comfortable. Because I'm like, video gaming isn't like it, – it's not like your body is exerting a lot of energy yeah. per se. Right. But now being a podcaster and sitting in this chair for, for just an hour. Maybe an hour and a half sometimes. You're like, oh, man. I need some – I know I'm on this like just dining chair. Yeah, and same. so I got I got the cushion. It was ten dollars because it's back to school, so it was uh, on sale at Target. Nice. So we'll see how my booty feels after this. I do I'm think it once we good. get a video gaming chair sponsor, who uh-huh. will give us chairs, right? It will change the game. We need to be on Twitch. 
Ugh, I don't you know? Do you understand Twitch? No, absolutely not. We made a Twitch account, we I do. think. We do. Because we were like, oh, yeah. Ago. We were like, oh, yeah, this is the thing. We should make an account for this. And uh, it is it is not as user-friendly as something like Threads, which we also made. <laughs> And which have hey, been having a lot of fun with. I like threads. I think by the time this episode airs, threads is still a thing because every day I yeah. feel like it teeters on ex- like extinction. Threads is made for our podcast because it's so unstable. You're, you're encouraged. I think threads is less about what you say and more about how you respond to others. Mm. And it's joyful. It's a joyful it place. It is. Right it's now. just a fun place to be. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I You've, like it. You were saying at first with threads that you had like, I don't, a rocky go, like a a, a hard time starting that ignition for threads. Right. And I was just blazing. I'm like, this is fun. I'm just going to respond and make silly things and have no consequences. And you really inspired me. Your your unstable approach to this new social media app really inspired me to go hog to the wall. I don't even know if that's a saying, but I I I would thread it. I'd say, I'm going hog to the wall. Hog to the wall. We're going to put that on threads right after this. Hog to the wall. And I have to say, you have passed me. You have passed me because I go on and I look and I'm like, wow, Maggie is an inspiration. And now I'm doing my head. And so I'm just going to let you carry the run with the ball right now. No, Also, the saying is hog wild. No, hog, hog to the ball. Uh, Well, speaking of things that have different names, uh, (laughs) are you ready for your fact? Yes, I am. Despite the name, the original Woodstock Music Festival did not take place in Woodstock, New York, but rather was held at a dairy farm in Bethel, New York, after residents of Woodstock were concerned about the number of hippies who would be in attendance. This last-minute change of venue meant that there wasn't time to set up ticket booths, and so the event was declared free. Like, you didn't have to buy tickets. Did you know that? Yeah, I've watched several documentaries about Woodstock, and I watched them, like, in succession where it talked about the original Woodstock and this crazy thing that happened, this freeness and gates that didn't work and the bands and safety and all this, and then all the way up to the tragedy of the 90s Woodstock. Yeah, the 90s could not handle. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. But – Yes, I do remember hearing and seeing about the original Woodstock and then you're like, you know what? We don't have booths. It's all free. It was That's a different crazy. it was a different time and place. It was a different time and place. I um remember my dad saying that he was driving to Woodstock, but then traffic was so bad that he was just like, I'm turning around. I'm not doing it. And that is how I know that I am his daughter because I also if there is this iconic music festival free open to the public the one of the greatest moments in music history you don't know it but it's going to be made there with Jimi hendrix playing the national anthem right like it's like this incredible thing but if i gotta sit in traffic i'm getting off that highway and i am going home i'll just listen to a record at home i don't need to be around that many people you know that's interesting so i was thinking the same thing especially now and we go to concerts i'm like i want a chair And I don't want to stand below. I've reached that point in my life that I want a comfort to enjoy this overpriced ticket that I've paid to see this musician in person or whatever. In the 70s, before the accessibility of media, right, and being at an event where you feel like it's live, for example, the Eras Tour with Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. I feel like I attended it. 
Yeah, I've seen so many so videos. many videos and people dressing up and going out. And like, I was there. I was at the Eras Tour. I will tell my grandchildren that I was at the Taylor Swift Eras Tour because it, it will become so such a part of my memory. Yes. I'll be like, I think I was there. I think I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I wore this, this sparkly number and uh, she came up from the ground and it was amazing. We had bracelets. But in the 70s. You didn't have that access. Like you said, you had to go home and put on a record to listen to music. You you might have been able to listen to your car, but you don't know. And so I don't know. If I was young enough, I was in my 20s and I was in the, upstate New York already, mm-hmm. I think I would have gone. I do think the Sarah then would have gone because in my 20s, I did a lot of things just because – You're a concert person. I do enjoy a concert. concert. Person. I love music. I don't love music enough to have like favorites of stuff, but I love music enough to enjoy it. Yeah. Why? I am not really a concert person. I'm not really. I don't ever there for the vibe. Um. Yeah, I don't really. I mean, I like it okay. Let me ask you this I'm question. Not... This will tell me how many times have you seen Dave Matthews Band in concert? Once. Okay. See, you. <laughs> I feel like that's a right of patches. I feel like everybody has seen Dave Dave Matthews. I have seen Dave Matthews, I think, three times in person. And I'm like, maybe even four. But I think that's like No, even if – whether or not not you like concerts, you're going to see Dave Matthews. Matthews. If you are a millennial, you have seen Dave Matthews at At least least once. once. If you haven't, you are not – a person I've seen <laughs> you know it's amazing when I think about the concerts that I've seen so I've seen Dave Matthews obviously I've seen the bare naked ladies again it's uh, my mom was there my my mom took my older brother and I to go see them and that was a lot of fun because we were younger I've seen Britney Spears in concert that's a good one in Vegas wow and again I was of a certain age I'm like this is fun let's play this go to Vegas let's get these tickets and see Britney Spears um, I've seen Grace Potter in concert twice. Which I don't even know who that is. She's fantastic. She's like a, a rock. She rocks out. I have seen Pearl Jam in concert twice. Yes. And those who know me know that I have this love for Pearl Jam because my husband has this deep-rooted mm-hmm. love for Pearl Jam. Yeah. You're a supportive see, spouse. I am. And I enjoy Eddie Vedder. I have some favorite Pearl Jam songs. They're 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 a great concert to go see. So yeah, I think I would. If I were living in that era and the age where I went and saw Britney Spears and Dave Matthews, I would have gone to Woodstock. I would have sat through the traffic. Now, no, no, no. You can't get me sitting in traffic. No, not for nothing. Well, speaking of like you can't get you to do anything that you wouldn't want to do. Mm-hmm. I have a reaction question for you. Yes. So Woodstock had to change venues last minute, but kept the name, which is an iconic name, Woodstock. If you had to either change your name or change where you lived, what would you pick? Oh, man. I have follow-ups. So if I had to change where I lived, is it because I'm moving and I have like a better house and a better setup or – It's not It's not better or worse. It's just just like you just get plucked up. 100% change my name. If and I didn't have love Denton. Well, I don't well, I love where we live and our house is fantastic and we're like it's like our dream situation. You know, it's not everyone's dream, but it's ours. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. also the idea of moving, no, thank you. It's exhausting. Changing it's exhausting. your name, it's a digital transaction. Nothing is impacted. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's just digital. Change your driver's license, change your cards or whatever. You just change it. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy peasy. Well, <laughs> that's not the answer I was expecting. What would you do? I would change I would change where I live. A hundred percent. Because I haven't even legally changed my last name to Austin. It's, it's so not easy. even legal because that just sounds like such a headache. Versus like, oh, we're gonna move to like across the country or something. I'd be like, okay, whatever, I'll do that. But then going <laughs> to fill out information and change my fill out forms versus uh literally pick up my entire family, put us in a moving truck and go somewhere else and fill out forms for a new home. Yeah, sure. But the simple change my social security. You know, we've talked on here an episode prior about the idea of you traveling with three children in an airport. And it's like, that doesn't seem fun. And now you're willingly willing to say, I would choose to travel in your in your scenario, scenario across country, pack up everything in my house mm-hmm. and travel with three kids, get to yeah. a new location and unpack. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because we're all in it together. All in it versus together. like me changing my name is like, I got to do that. I got to do that all by myself. But if it's like, listen, we all have to do this because we are all moving. So it's, then it's like, okay, we yeah. do this as a, as a team. We're all miserable versus me alone. We've reached the point in our program where we must thank our Patreon supporters. Unstable Topics may not have a Patreon or any paid subscribers, but that won't stop Sarah and Maggie from pretending they do in this game of makeup up, starting with a randomly generated name. Okay, Maggie, uh, I really wanted to highlight one of our newest Patreon people. His name is Zach Buck. And Zach is all the way from Seattle, Washington. I know, all the way across the country. He is a listener. He has joined us on Patreon. And I just wanted to give him a quick shout out to Zach. Zach Buck, welcome. Welcome to this podcast. Welcome to this Patreon family. I mean, I do have to say, uh, we do have several listeners in Seattle. I don't know who they are, but now it's nice to know. We We know one of their names is Zach. Yeah. I was going to ask if you if you have any friends and family in Seattle cuz that's I mean Seattle's fantastic but I don't know anybody in Seattle. I've been to Seattle twice. Oh, maybe um, that's where it's from. Maybe you ran into somebody in Seattle. Yeah, one was, you know, about 15 years ago was one time that I was in Seattle. And then the other though, just this last year I was in Seattle. It was beautiful. I Have you been to Seattle? Have Never you been? been. Never been to Seattle. It's on it my is, bucket list. It's a good place. It's a good place, Sarah. Maybe we can message Zach. Let's see if I have any more information. So when you go, for those of you who aren't Patreon listeners, which we encourage you to sign up, mm-hmm. there's a questionnaire mm-hmm. that we make you fill out yeah. um, so we can get to know you a little bit better. And- Standard information, your address, your occupation, your social security number, your mother's maiden name, just normal form things. Yes, normal form things. And then we have some open-ended questions at the end. So like, because again, this is about being part of the unstable family. We right. don't want you to feel like you're just a listener, but we are enveloping you into this community. And one of those questions we ask is, you know, what's your favorite uh, hobby or mm-hmm. sport? 
And what's interesting about Zach, he seems like he's really an adventurer. He, oh. yeah, he enjoys extreme running or marathoning, extreme marathoning. That's sorry. Uh, it's, it's hard. Marathoning and running look so similar. Like I often well, it is. It's the confused. same thing. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, if you're just running at longer distances, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Mar- you can't run a mar. You can't. It's running a marathon. Yeah, it is extreme running. I'm and I'm curious if he has competed in like Ironman. Oh, that is something that it's good to know. Our listeners are Ironman competitors. That they're marathon runners because as someone who will never run a marathon again. I uh, appreciate that that we're still hitting that target demo. Yes. It, you know what? It's healthy through what's the, proxy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel healthy. In fact, I'm tired right now. I'm tired just thinking about Zach Buck running a marathon, doing extreme marathon running. I'm exhausted, frankly. I got to drink some water. I'm uh, currently running by proxy. Uh, I feel like that's how connected we are. So if you haven't signed up, please sign up. Don't worry about the personal information. It's just so we can get to know you better and give you a shout out in an episode. So Zach, thanks for being a member. Uh, We will keep your social security number under lock and key. And uh, hopefully Maggie remembers to mail your swag. Thank you to this fictional Patreon and all our adoring fans who are figments of our imagination. We couldn't do it without you. Sarah, are you ready for your fact? I'm ready for my fact. A single sunflower is actually 1,000 to 2,000 individual flowers held together by sharing one stalk. I love this. And for analogy purposes, right? I feel like this sunflower is a great corporate communication like poster you would see, right? You go down like a generic corporation's hallway and it's like, you are the sunflower, but really we are the sunflower that shines. It's like the cat hanging on to a branch and it says hang in there, but Mm -hmm. it's just that picture. It's on the black background, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the posters you're thinking. It's yes. It's a picture of the sunflower and then it just has this fact underneath. Yes. And someone is for sure, a corporate trainer is for sure using this analogy as we speak. Yes. And if they're not, you can credit that you learned this fact from Unstable Topics as yes. you're team building your own sunflower. You know, I've just got a vision in my head, some kooky uh, team builder who is passing out these sunflower masks you know, like it just goes around your head like, and you oh. are in the middle of the sunflower, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then she's telling everybody, hey, look, we're all sunflowers individually, but what if we all stand together? Oh. And she makes them all to come together and she's, now we are bigger and brighter than ever. <laughs> and there's somebody in the back like, I can't believe we're having to do this. Like should, I have work on my should, desk. <laughs> should we be corporate trainers? I think we already are, Maggie. I think that. I mean, that was a vision. And then when everyone leaves, they all get a little packet of sunflower seeds to remember that uh, the seeds that were planted today in our training will Mm -hmm. blossom and grow into a beautiful garden for this huge corporation that is profiting off the backs of each individual sunflower. Were you ever – because we were both in corporate America for some time before following our dreams. (laughs) Were you ever – were you pro forced fun at work or were you like indifferent or did you not like it? I loved it. 
and that was um, my job was forcing the fun on people. <laughs> so I am Sharon. I have written this down and I will be someday forcing people to dress up like a sunflower. Did you like it? I feel like you would you would like it when you were younger. And then yes. by the time you were checked out of where you were working, you were done with it. 100%. That's exactly what it was. Because when you're young and you start in the workforce and you have these forced fun events, you don't know any better. You don't know any different. You're like, this is just corporate America. This is – we're expected to bring in salsa and have a salsa competition or carve a pumpkin mm-hmm. or go Easter egg hunting you know, and everyone's like, it's fine. You can finish your work later. These events during working hours, you just assume that's normal. And you're like, this is them giving back to me. This is their way of appreciating me. And then as you grow older, you realize your real values and what you need to feel appreciated. And for me, that's just always money. And my time. And my my time. time. So no. I do like those things. I think sometimes it's fun to mix up the day and just be like, everyone stop working. No one, you don't have to do anything. We're just going to go out to eat or something. Sure. But then you know that you have to finish your work later. Eh. But right now I'm at an age where I'm like, eh, the work's always going to be there. Yeah, I don't have as much work. (laughs) You and I, though, are in a place and an age where we're like, no. We're going to work when we work, and then when we're done, we're done. Yeah, when yeah, I yeah. was younger, mm-hmm. you know, 12 years ago when I was in corporate America, you would you're do like, these things, work. and then you're like, okay, enjoy your day off. You're like, but I, I can't because I say this email, and you said you need this by the end of the day. Does that change now that we had this event? Well, thinking about that, are you ready to react? Yes, I am. So a sunflower is a lot of flowers held together by one strong stalk. What's holding you together these days? <laughs> Gosh, Maggie, you're here with these, you know, introspective questions. What's holding me together these days? I feel like a lot of chocolate chips and pretzels. Oh, what a great combo. Yeah, I feel like that's sustaining my my existence. Mm-hmm. And I'm still doing my laps, you know. You're doing your 400 laps. What laps are you on right now? Well, it's only been a week, I think, since I started. Maybe a little over a week. And I'm down to 351. So I've done like almost nice. 50 laps. But when this airs, it's going to be different. So when this airs, is going to be like you got 10 left or something. No, I'll be like at least 200. It'll be the twos, hopefully. Let's oh, my see. gosh. Well, congratulations. But chocolate chips and pretzels, what's holding you together? Oh, um, Stroop waffles. You ever have those? Yes. You put them on top of your coffee cup and then they get melted. It's my little delight. I like to start my day with a cup of coffee, put the Stroop waffle on top, and then I just feel like it starts my day in a really good place and my stalk is strong. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace.